Good evening. This is Scott and Hannah, and we are Charlton's Do Disney. And this is a uh, second after dinner Disney. Uh, it's Friday evening. We've had our dinner. Pizza again. You had pizza again. I didn't. I had. I had dumplings. I had Japanese food. It was very nice. But I'm full now, and I'm ready to go through some Disney news with you. Yeah, do it. Okay. So, just in case you need a reminder, Scott does not use social media, so he does not get to hear much about what's happening in Disney World unless he actively goes looking for it, which I you do occasionally. Um, but most of the time, you get all your Disney news through me. And uh, for the purpose of these podcasts, I have been trying so hard to not tell you the Disney news. Um, and I know I have accidentally revealed a couple of things to you this week already, but I have managed to sit on a few things and I've got some new stories to share with you now and get your reaction. Cool. I've only seen a few bits and bobs because uh, I've been booking our next holiday. Well, this yes. Week. I mean, in personal news, yes, we have now booked next year's trip. Uh, we are basically going to be there at exactly the same time that we were this year. So end of August into beginning of September. Uh, but this time we are planning on being at uh, Copper Creek at Wilderness Lodge for almost the entire trip, I think. We'll be there for two weeks yeah. and then we'll do two or three nights somewhere else. We just haven't decided yet. No, where. and it, we might rent other DVC points to stay at another DVC resort. Yeah. Um, or we might look somewhere else we don't know yet we're just still deciding i'm quite tempted by uh renting points to stay at, stay at saratoga springs now that's one bit of disney news I, I did blurt out to you because uh their dvc rooms are undergoing a refurb this week and some photographs of the finished rooms went up online and i just had to show you right away because they look really really good or just being completely lazy, just rent points at Copper Creek and not have to move. And stay there the entire time. Or we could stay like we've done before at the we've stayed once before at the Hilton Garden Inn. Over by and, Universal. And but so there there were so who was it? John Richardson? Yeah. So the comedian I, it, you already know this probably if you are in the UK. So the comedian John Richardson was staying there when we were there. We already know this because it was just us and him and his wife in the pool at the time. Yeah, it was very strange. And it was really weird. We were swimming like laps and going past each other and kind of didn't want to acknowledge that, that we knew it was John Richardson, but obviously he knew that we knew it was him. It yeah. was it was weird. I, as soon as he heard us talking and he heard that we were British and that we just kept looking at him, oh, poor bloke. <laughs> I think had we broken the ice and gone over and said hello, that might have made things yeah. easier, but we basically ended up with like a 30-minute kind of standoff almost of just staring at one another until he and his wife left but do you know what that that, that was a really good I, I like that hotel it was really it, nice it's a really good value but it didn't feel like it was a value play i mean hilton garden inn's really nice um but the rooms were really good price it was super clean and it smelled amazing it like, was well i know disney, ho- right. disney hotels smell amazing so and it's right at the end of i drive so it's, it's close to the um um, the outlets of that end, and you can you're right next to the bridge over the I four, so you can walk to, you can walk to Universal if you want to, and you're right next to an IHOP as well, which was cool. Yeah. The only weird thing, and I don't know if it was just while we were there, not because we were there, but just while we were there, um, one end of the swimming pool smelled of poo. <laughs> it had. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, it did have a weird smell. Of of poo. <laughs> but it yeah. did. It did. Yeah. It yeah. Had a, but uh, what was cool was their outside bar and barman amazing oh yeah well now 
was he born in the UK but grew up in America? Something I want to like say, that. I think he was born Southampton, in like Southampton. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was a really nice guy. He gave us quite a few free samples. We had a lot of tequila and a lot of bourbon that night. Yeah. But anyway, it's very cool. If you are looking for somewhere to stay... There that... was. I need to add, when you were on the subject of strange things at that hotel, yeah. there was one more strange thing. So because it was uh, Hilton, there were some sort of corporate guests and visitors there and uh, on one occasion there was a day-long seminar for some business or other and I know that we went down from our room down to the elevator and when the doors of the elevator parted at the lobby there was a conga of these like work colleagues going through the lobby do you remember this I know do you not remember the doors opening and the conga being there I was probably still full of tequila and <laughs> bourbon they I were don't remember. all just shouting and cheering and there was music playing and they were just congering is that a word congering to, to conga conga to conga okay. through the, the lobby it, it was entertaining they were having a great time. But it, anyway, that, that's a good place to stay if you want to. Uh, I totally recommend it. If you if you want to find somewhere that is is off prop, off site from the Disney point of view and is good valley, but a real nice clean hotel that you can get to everything really easily. Um, yeah, Hilton Garden Inn. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Right. Well, let's let's do some news. Okay. News me. Okay, I'm going to start with the one that I kind of almost accidentally told you earlier this evening. I read you half the headline, so. First bit of news. Uh, this is something that actually occurred yesterday, in fact, last night. Uh, and the headline is, Monorail loses power and leaves nearly 100 guests requiring evacuation on Thursday night. Now, it basically, it didn't, someone tweeted that it didn't kind of just like screech to a halt or shudder or anything like that. It just, the power just petered out and it slowed to a stop. But they were over the top of the Magic Kingdom parking area uh, and they had to be evacuated right so i mean i don't that's not the first time that kind of thing's happened though mm. is it i mean the monorail does have a lot of glitches you know that's just kind of part of the course really it's it's old it's 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 because even when we were there you know a few weeks ago it kind of had it, it came to halt twice it, it, it judded and came to a halt and it stopped for a few minutes, then went on again, then judged and came to a halt and stopped for a few minutes. And I remember I said to you at the time, when they do have to evacuate, or if they do have to evacuate, how do they do it? Well, last night, the way that they evacuated was by uh, a, a cherry picker or bucket, um, I think some people call it. Um, and so they were evacuated through the roof. Two at a time. Wow. Yeah. So Not even out the door? Not even out the door. Um, so with a hundred people being evacuated two at a time up and down on this cherry picker. Can you get a fast pass for that right? <laughs> Can you imagine if you really needed to pee or something though? Like that would have been really, really difficult. That, that would be the first thing in my mind. If I was on that monorail and it stopped and I was like, okay, I'm gonna be here for a long time. The first thing I would think of would be what if I need to go. But you know you know what though? It would, it would still, it's not something that you want to happen, but it would still be fun. Because you, 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 people would just be like, do you know what? It, it, especially at Disney, it doesn't matter. It's all good fun. The Disney staff would be really good about it, and it would just be an adventure. I think, I think, yeah, and people would make the best of it. And it's not like being stuck in an elevator. That would be significantly worse. Yeah, I think. But yeah. Still, yeah. So, I mean, the whole question of exactly what's going to happen with the monorail is going on and on we asked one of the cast members working at the station in the contemporary do you remember what the sort of future was because they refurbed 
one. Silver. Monorail Silver got a refurb earlier this year. And it was nice. We were, we rode in that one. Yeah, we and did. It, it was really it nice. It was nice inside. And we were asking, trying to make him say, tell us, are they going to refurb the rest? And he did say that the silver was kind of a test. Yeah. Um, and that was literally all he could say. And then I sort of brought up the thing of, you know, the rumours of them having to replace the entire fleet um, and whether that would be necessary or not. Um, but he just wasn't going to tell us anything. No. And, and I think they need to do something with the kind of the monorail now anyway because it's got do they need to replace it do they need to do something with it i don't know see the thing is if they're going to replace the entire fleet it's going to cost a ridiculous amount of money and i guess that's why there's not been anything forthcoming from disney on it and i don't know would they actually replace the entire fleet but i guess if they're going to do it now's the time to do it because they're putting so much investment um you know, with the Skyliner, everything they're doing in all the parks, ready for the anniversary. It's I, I expect this... Well, the thing is, like, so look at it this way. There's not... It, it doesn't take time, I wouldn't have thought, to do... Because the track doesn't need to be furbishing. So it is literally just the, the, the vehicles, which is just a case of building, ordering, however that works, and putting them in sure. place. So, I don't know. I mean, that's, I don't know what it costs, and it's not going to be cheap, but... Um, yeah, I just, just got to weigh it up. Really. Here's the thing: I, I'm sure Disney have a plan. They just haven't revealed but why they, it yet. They must. They, why aren't they solar powered? Why, why is there not a solar powered monorail? Well, maybe that's in the plan. Because, because the one thing that Florida does have in abundance, <laughs> well, alligators, oranges, yeah, and sun. Yeah, it's true. That would be very good and uh, very efficient and. Uh, I don't know what the I think. Word is I think it would make it would make sense for them to do that. So, but yeah. Uh, the, the monorails are old and I think you just got to accept that but hey stuff breaks down yeah okay well moving on to the next bit of news this is just a small little bit of news that I'm sandwiching between bigger bits of news um, this is about a kind of new thing opening up at Disney Springs so down I a really, Bass Pro no not a Bass Pro sorry oh. sorry um I'm really bad at remembering the names of the different areas on Disney Springs, but basically in that area that has like Splitsville and all that kind of thing. Yeah, west side? Uh, I think, it's, well, I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to know. So, next... Or the landing. You got the landing? No, it's or... not the landing. No. <laughs> I thought it was west side. It used to be west side. Uh, yes, it is the west side. I'm looking at the story now. It is the west side. Well done, Scott. So, um, there is, there used to be a store there um, called... Um, amazing pictures photography studio and i think previous to that it was like a, a place that sold like silver stuff like jewelry and ornaments and picture frames and that kind of thing anyway that's not all closed down and what's moving in in its place is an ample hills creamery ice cream place which is the same one that they've got over on the boardwalk all right okay so we tried the ice cream from ample hills on our trip uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah. And what did you what did you think of that ice cream? Well, it's, it, it's, this probably isn't a fair review. Yeah. Because I've had one flavour of like the millions that they do. Yeah. Um, but I can't. What was the flavour I had? It was like a. Pecan. Oh, it had uh, no. You had something with peanut butter. I think you thought it was like a peanut butter flavour. Well, no, it was a pecan. Flavor. It was nuts for sure, but well, it was I, more I, nuts than ice cream. It, it, I yeah, think. there was there was hardly any nuts, and uh, sorry, there was no ice cream, and it was all this sugary nut stuff, and it, that was super super sweet. 
but yeah hardly any any ice cream so but i think that was just a flavor i i i, I literally had to just bin it but you did, you did. and here's what we I'll didn't realize it. as well is that you can actually ask to taste a sample before you make your choice uh, we knew that but i think you know i didn't like? know that I, I, I had no idea i just it sounded like a it. winner whatever the flavor was it sounded good at the time but if you're gonna go for one, because they're super sweet, they're really sweet. And I don't even think, to be honest, we were eating them because we were hungry. We were getting them on the way out of Epcot after hot. Illuminations. We were hot and tired, and we were just passing. And if anything, we probably more needed a drink than a massive, great big ice cream. But we were like, "Oh, should we get one?" And we probably just didn't have the room after dinner to eat them. But you know what? You see, the world's gone mad because. There's all these crazy flavours, mm. but you can't beat a Mr. Whippy. You can't beat a Mr. Whippy. A Mr. Whippy, a 99 with a flake. Can you imagine if you walked up to an ice cream counter in any of the locations in Disney World and went, I want a Whippy. All right, I want a Whippy. They'd have no clue what you meant. And if, oh. it is, and if you said, I want a 99 with a flake, again, no clue. I want one now. Yeah, with the, with with the like the raspberry sauce and the like the nut sprinkles. Ah. Oh. So for any any of our non-British listeners, a, a whippy soft serve. is a soft serve. Yeah. Uh, and a flake is a flaky chocolate stick. I, I, don't think you have, I don't think you have Cadbury's flake in America. They must do. I don't think so. If they do, I bet it's not called flake. I bet it's called something else. I don't know. So that when Marathon changed to Snickers. Yeah, I think it was Snickers in America first. But I, I heard it's changing back from Snickers back to Marathon in the UK. Uh, it's only No, it's only for the anniversary, isn't it? It's like 30-year anniversary. Oh, just, and they're okay. just like doing it for like a short, limited period. Oh, okay. But, yeah, so the, the, I'm, I'm sure all the other flavours of ice cream are amazing and it all depends on what your taste is and everything else. That particular night, I wanted ice cream and, and there was hardly any in. I think, actually, in terms of location, that's a really good place to put it in Disney Springs as well. Yeah, especially at that end. Yeah. Because um, that, that end was always kind of quite, quite kind of quiet, really. It was, but I think that's changing. You've obviously now you've got like the food trucks down there. The NBA experience is going to bring a lot of traffic down through there as well. Uh, Cirque du Soleil is now coming back. I think there, there are dates now for, for when that will be back. So that end is going to really be... And House of Blues is excellent as well. I really like House of Blues. Yeah. There's lots going on in the West Side. Yeah. Well, there is now. It, it, yeah. it, I think it's just it's just getting that that you know, people a reason for people to go. And there. soon there will be ice cream. So there you go. Yes. Uh, next story. Okay. Right. You're gonna have to steal yourself for this one a little. Okay. Is this just. Bass Pro. No, it's not Bass Pro. Star Wars. No, but it's another very classic favourite of yours. Oh, oh. Right. Harry are, you, are you ready? No, it's not Harry Potter. Just bear. With, just just go, go with on, me here. Pizza. Just hold on. Uh, <laughs> tell me quick. Not, okay. Are you ready? Go. Muppets Great Moments in History show and Royal Majesty Makers in Magic Kingdom set to end soon. What? Well, the, the Royal Majesty Makers, which are the guys that do the little performance around the sword and the stone by the carousel, yeah. they're already gone. This story is actually almost a week old. Um, but yeah, Muppets Great Moments in History going uh, because of budget cuts, apparently. What? Ba budget cuts? Yes. How can there be budget cuts when the prices of everything just keep going up all the time? I don't know. But you can't cut the Muppets. They're going. See, I, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind if they moved it from like Liberty Square 
and like did a different story somewhere else. So you could have like Wild West Muppets. Oh, that and, would be cool. And and you know you could have future like Muppets in space is a movie. In Tomorrowland. So in Tomorrowland that would be. Oh brilliant. yeah, that would be. So you, they could they could rotate the Muppets around all the different parts of the park, and that would be amazing. But if anything, that would cost more money than what they're already spending on what they have now. Yeah, but it's funny because it, it's it's because it's one of those things that that it's not animatronic; it's people controlling them. Yeah, the Muppets, obviously. Yeah, to a no, what? Shh. No, don't I ruin the magic. You did. Well it's, done. Shh. Really, the Muppets are real and they are alive, and no one has their hand up their bottom. <laughs> They're real. They're all real. So, but oh, that's such a shame. Yeah, I know. So the Muppets are going to be unemployed again. Yeah, and it's funny whenever Disney make budget cuts. It tends to be those kind of street performers and actors, uh, live events and such that that go first. I've, I've heard, even heard that they are going to be scaling back the Move It Shake It parade uh, to less times a day as well. But see, I think with the Muppets, so that's because on the new Disney Plus th- platform, they're going to have a new Muppet show. Yes, yes, they are talking about that. So yes. why would you bin off the Muppets well, from the park? Why? But surely, Muppets, the Muppets belong in Hollywood Studios. They have their own area in Hollywood Studios. But they need to redo that area. Um, they need to do Muppet Vision 3D. That needs to... That I mean, that's so old now. Yeah, it's very old. That's super old. Yeah. Um, but, uh, see, they should make that a stage show. Keep it as a theatre, because the Muppets... The whole premise of the Muppets is that it's a stage show. That would be a really cool idea, because like you say, yeah, that is the premise of it. And, and to feel like you were actually in... The Muppet Show audience. Thing, yeah. So they could do it. They could do it a mixture of like they do at uh, Liberty Square, where they they use like the windows and stuff to mask stuff happening. Mm-hmm. But do you remember the um, a Disney Junior or whatever it was called show with um, Handy Manny and stuff? Oh, the one we used to take Kai to see at Disneyland Paris. Yeah. So I the, think they the, did the same one in Florida. So as the well. the floor there were gaps in the floor, so they could be controlled. Yeah, above and, the stage. Well. Yeah, I'm just thinking. Obviously, from a perspective point of view, there were no, there was no seating in that show. Everyone sat on the floor. Yeah, but you just raise, raise the stage, don't you? Yeah, you would have to so, do that. So, but that's what they should do. They yeah. should have that. There should be a Muppet show that is a stage show. I love the idea of that. And then it's at set times. Yeah. And and so you can guarantee moving people out of the park into there, so it's good for traffic. Yeah. But that that's what they need to do, and yeah. Oh. But especially if they're bringing the Muppet Show back, because the the new show on. Disney Plus mm-hmm. is meant to be like unscripted, isn't it? It's like, like yeah, ad lib for yeah. the most part. It's 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 pre-recorded but filmed live in as much as it's. it's yeah, and that would work really well because you could get audience members involved. Yeah. In a live show in, in you know in the in the parks that would work really really well. So that that's what they should. So I, if they did that, I I would be okay with them leaving Liberty Square, but. You can't just 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 get rid of the Muppets and have nothing because that's mm-hmm. that's some serious IP there that, that that they need to do something with. Yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, the the Muppet Vision is super old now. I mean, they're still cool. I mean, Muppets are you know, timeless essentially. But um, yeah, that show I've seen it a million times, and it needs refreshing. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, next bit of news. Yeah. Okay, so we've got two more to go. The 
first one of these two is something you actually already know, um, but we felt it was worth talking about anyway, and that was that this week it was announced that Disney Vacation Club members must now purchase a minimum of 100 points direct from DVC to qualify for their membership extras. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a new one. It's gone up from 75 to 100 now, is it? Yeah, and it only recently went up, like in the last couple of years, from 50 to 75. Oh, so, really? I yeah, didn't realise so, that. I think so, yeah. So it's it's they're continuing, continuing to put it up. So what um, are these extras that you would get for buying direct? So I think there's there's various discounts, there's various kind of different tours, like the Soarin' Tour, I think, and other perks. Oh, yeah, that's, this is something we found out about recently. That was um, you get to go into Soaring first thing in the morning before the park opens and get a tour and get shown around how the ride works. It books up really, really fast. We, we missed it. Uh, this time, but we're going to try and get in next year, I think. But there's like the Moonlight Magic events as well, yeah. I believe. There's obviously things like the um, DVC Lounge in Epcot. Um, so th- there's there's things like that. So th- it's I-, I think there's lots of little things. There's other things as well that I can't think of. Yeah. Um, it's one of those. It, it's it's whether that's important to you, really. Um, you know, I think Disney do a pretty good job with regards to so so on all DVC contracts, Disney have um, right of first refusal. So what that means is, if you are selling, if you are a DVC member and you are selling your points, you can't sell it off stupidly cheap to someone because whatever price you want to sell it for, Disney have the first option to say whether they will buy it off you for that price. That's and you're why, legally bound to offer it to them before you're yeah, well. yeah. So that's that's built into the contract. So um, that's why buying DVC uh, points privately um, can take a long time because you can't just agree a sale. And, and once you've agreed the sale, so if you're buying it from a DVC reseller, you put your offer in. If that's accepted, or you just accept whatever they're asking for it, you can't just go ahead with the sale. That then needs to go to Disney mm-hmm. for them to say actually will pay that price and buy them back um, rather than you selling them on to someone else because then Disney will sell it for whatever they're selling their points for currently and make the profit on that. Hmm. Um, so that's how Disney try and keep the, the resale market as close, you know, or, or not add a huge disparity in cost between the resale market and the, the buying direct from Disney. Um, but, yeah, so there are perks, there are benefits, but, yeah, they've moved it to the 100 now. Um yeah, I guess it's one of those that it's only going to mean something to someone if they are, if, if the extras mean something to you. Yeah. And buying direct from Disney means something to you. And depending on the resort, because generally, if it's a, especially if it's a newer resort, you're not really going to get any um, resale. So, you know, if, and it depends what you are. I think for the most part, for people coming from the UK, you're going to buy a lot more points. Sure, yeah, because you're going to stay for longer. Exactly. Um, but but if you're in the States or, you know, if you're a lot closer to Disney, you know, you might buy, you know, enough points for a long weekend or whatever because that gets your foot in the door. And if you only kind of go for a family thing or whatever, then you you, you might be buying less than 100 points. Um, so it will make a difference to those people. Um, but I know Disney, are, that also DVC are tightening down a lot on the resale. So things like, like resale for Riviera and whatnot. It, then you can't pass on. The things are limited. You can't stay at other resorts yeah. either. And that's that's the other thing that they've started to change as well with resale is, is the inability to stay at other resorts on the newer contract. It's interesting because they are obviously, like you say, tightening up on 
certain things. But they also seem to be pushing and promoting DVC harder than ever, I think, in the last couple of years. And obviously, you know, they, they, they've built or are building two standalone resorts. So you've got Riviera that opens up at the end of this year, and then you've got Reflections that opens up following that. Oh, I look forward to that one. I'm looking forward to that one too. But they they are really, really pushing DVC, and um, it seems to be very important is to, to important to them. I listened to a podcast not long before we went away, and um, on that podcast someone was talking about how they rented DVC points from a DVC member, to go and stay um i think they went and stayed at um boardwalk anyway that's irrelevant um and it was the first time they'd ever done that they were coming from the uk they're not dvc members themselves um and they were they said it's quite funny that they felt almost like they were cheating uh disney out of money because they were paying their money for their holiday to the dvc member and not to disney and then they were getting in return for that obviously a, a deluxe day at a deluxe resort um and they were very careful not to say that they were renting dvc points when they were around cast members because it, it almost felt wrong to them um and there was one occasion where they did happen to mention it to a, a dvc rep I, I guess the dvc rep perhaps stopped them just to see if they were interested and they were like oh no we're renting points um and the reaction from the dvc rep was actually to say thank you so much for promoting our dvc program thank you so much for taking part in it um so all their worries about it being a little bit embarrassing or feeling like they were cheating on disney you know went out the window because actually disney were really really happy that even people renting out their points was happening and it's a good thing well because the thing is 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 it it guaranteed because the whole point of dvc is for disney it guarantees that there will be a certain capacity in their resorts um over any given period, sure. So that yeah. they will always be able to to to, to say that, that there will be, you know, they'll they'll know what their footfall is for that that, you know, size of resort or DVC allocation. So, I think the thing is 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 regardless of you know what perks you get or anything else is the uh, the, the the key advice I would give anyone. Mm-hmm. So slightly off topic, but the key advice I'd give anyone buying DVC is buy at the resort that you. If you could stay at no other resort and only that one resort, buy there. So we bought a Wilderness Lodge because it's our favourite resort. And yeah. if we could only stay at one resort for the rest of our days, it would be Wilderness Lodge. So that's where we bought. And I would say, if you can, if you go, however long you go for, try to cover, buy as many points to cover that stay. So if you go for two weeks every year, then buy enough points so that any time of year you can go for two weeks. Um, and at least that way, you'll always have your perfect holiday every year just by staying at your home resort. Then if you want to stay at different resorts and whatnot, you can try that and, and, and go to different places and go at different times with different amounts of points and whatever. That That's cool. But as long as you've covered off your favorite resort, um, I mean, we've just booked ours now uh, 11 months out, which is the earliest you can book for your home resort. Um, we were able to get a deluxe studio straight away. Yeah. No problem. This is booking in August. Which I was worried about because I've read online, oh, it's it's crazy, you can't get studio at, at Cobble Creek at 11 months, they just disappear immediately. Straight away. And, and, and we've been looking every week for the last kind of like six, seven weeks to see, you know, what it... And, and you know, yeah, it, it's not bad at all. I mean, I was there to get on it straight away, but it, it's been I mean, fine. they are going. They, yeah, they, yeah, they, they do, do go. go fairly quickly, but it, it, it's not this sort of... 
you know and I think if you turn you, up five minutes late you're not going to get anything kind of and I think deal. if you because because you know there is this thing where some people kind of walk their dates as well and so I think getting on the wait list so if you see some a date that you know maybe a couple of dates during your stay isn't available then just make sure you wait list it because if people are walking their dates then in a couple of days they'll probably come available and your wait list will be available so yeah so it's been fine but that that would be my advice anyway can I oh I've got some news Okay. Oh, no, before my la- the last one, because the last one I think you're going to have strong opinions on. That doesn't sound like me. I, I've got, <laughs> it, it, it's just new. I say news. It's not news news, but it's just an update because I know we got asked quite a bit. And, and it's just so if people that haven't seen it is with regards to Galaxy's Edge, there's two things that you, you will probably buy from Galaxy's Edge that there's, there's been questions about. The first one is buying um, the soda bottles that look like thermal detonators is yes, you can bring them back in your suitcase. There is no problem with that. Yeah. They will not you will not get banned from your airline. They won't get searched and thrown out. Is you can bring back those in your hand in your hold luggage. I don't if they're empty, you can probably bring them back in your hand luggage. Yeah, probably. Um there there is no issue with that. So don't worry about that. That's fine if you want them as souvenirs. And secondly, if you buy lightsabers, um I just carried mine onto the plane. When I checked in the luggage they, they weren't even counted as, as hand luggage. They were just like, yeah, no, that's fine. Carry them on. Um, and that was and with the large the larger blades as well. Because when you're in, when you're, you can buy a short blade or a, a, a longer blade for your lightsaber. Um, and this was with the longer blades as well. And I had two of them and they were fine. And, and I just put them under the seats. Just to, to uh, clear up, you weren't taking the entire lightsaber with the hilt and the blade. The hilts are detachable. They go to well, case, and they were in your They were in my whole luggage. So it was just the blades, but they're like three foot long. Yeah. Um, well, we basically just put them underneath under across all three of our, yeah. our seats, under our feet. So. But they don't. They, they didn't count them as any... any this was with um, British Airways. Didn't count it as any part of our hand luggage or anything. They were just like, no, that's fine. Um, you know... They they know their plan for this. They know it's going to happen. It's not a surprise. Um, so yeah. So for those people that have asked those questions, it's no issue at all. You can bring your thermal detonator sodas as long as they're either empty or in your whole luggage, um, and you can take your lightsabers on board. No problem at all. Cool. Go on then. You ready news. for this last bit of news? Yes. Okay. Um, before I give the headline, uh, on our last trip to Walt Disney World, um, we probably didn't get very many character photos this time would you say i think we did mickey mouse uh, mickey mini in their birthday outfits baymax when you say birthday outfits they weren't naked they weren't naked I, that's why i said outfits and not suits just to clarify although donald duck is mostly naked yes and pluto is definitely naked yes but yeah um other than those two did we do any other characters I... chip and Della naked as well Yes, they're also naked. Can we get off the naked Disney characters, please? Oh, I, I need to... I the, might, the, the fixation I, is slightly disturbing. I'm going to do a pie chart or graphic. <laughs> um, other than, you know, having character dining, which we did a couple of times, I don't think we actually did any other character photos. But I feel bad because, like, you're such a sweaty mess. Like, I don't want... When you've got a... There's a photo from a few years ago, and it was with Rapunzel. No, you always say Rapunzel. Who was it then? It was Aurora. I think we've also covered this on a previous podcast episode. But you don't like, like when <laughs> when you're like a beardy, sweaty man, and I mean really sweaty because it's 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 freaking hot, right? Is you don't want to go and like hug up to a princess. It just feels wrong. No, but anyway, 
back to the news. Um, well, that wasn't the news. That wasn't the news. This was just for some context for the news. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't know if you're aware or not, but last, I think it was November, uh, news broke then that Disney would be replacing, at some of the character meet and greets, uh, they would be replacing the PhotoPass photographers with automated boxed cameras. Now, the reason I brought up our character meet and greets is because had we gone into Star Wars Launch Bay, which we actually didn't, um, and gone on the Chewbacca and Darth Vader or Kylo Ren yeah. uh, meet, we would not have had a photo pass photographer. We would have had to have had the photos done by one of these boxes. Yeah. Um, and then what's come out this week as well is that in the um, I think is in in Fantasyland in the Fairy Tale Princess Hall or whatever it's called. I don't know. We've never actually been in there. Um, with the princess meet and greets, these boxes have been installed. They're not in operation yet. They still have the photo pass photographers there, um, but clearly they are planning on removing the photo pass photographers and letting the boxes take the pictures. Um, understandably, a lot of people are very unhappy about that because an automated camera is not going to pick up those really unique and special moments that a person behind the camera would be able to pick up how does it work though how does it know when to take the picture well that i don't know i mean there have been some examples of photos put online um this is not going to be very helpful for people listening but i will just show you now just because then you can react to that so this is something a lady put online when she was complaining about this so she put up examples of her daughter having her photo taken oh, i feel that they're really with, really good yeah because this is with the photo pass photographer this oh, is okay. not with the automated box these are really really good like you say she's capturing all those special moments different angles some close up some far away and then below there you've got the box pictures yeah that's not good it's bad isn't it that's really bad so everything is taken from far away it's all random there are photos taken where this little girl's sibling is running in front of the camera and blocking the shot um it's very haphazard it's quite odd isn't it yeah see no that that if that's how no that doesn't work so here's the news headline basically the news headline on this story is new petition asks disney world to remove automated photo pass cameras so there's actually now um an official petition online that you can go and sign uh to actually because I, I think in reality there will be quite a dramatic drop in sales of photo pass which would be covering the salary and yeah of of photo pass photographers yeah i mean it, it i mean the, the boxes just look weird as well you know i mean it's... that doesn't matter i think i think with the theming and stuff they look cool but i think if they were if they were kind of see so when when you said about it i thought they might be kind of just constantly taking like like frame after frame after frame and you could like go in and just choose the ones that you want because mm-hmm. essentially you know if you just keep pressing the shutter button, eventually you will get a good photo. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, no matter how bad a photographer that you are. Um, and so that's what I thought it might be. But but looking at that is is the the frame is so wide that it's getting so much in that you look tiny in the photo. Yes. Um, and you are only getting a couple of shots. I mean, let's be fair. Like you could have like. I keep wanting to say David Bailey, but I think I think that's just like a photographer for my kids. There's Annie Leibovitz and or someone. You could have an amazing photographer, and some people are just still going to take a bad photo. Yeah, like, but... some people just don't get it. And kids, it's quite difficult to get kids to look at a camera, so that's always a challenge. 
But if if in the first place the thing is just taking random shots at random times, and if there's a dude like on a screen somewhere, because so we had the uh, shots taken both um, at the hub and in Galaxy's Edge where they use the cameras on the roofs. Oh yeah, those where new they take, super wide shots. Yeah. yeah, so they take a close-up shot and a wide shot and they amalgamate them together. Yeah. So, you know, it's essentially... Everyone's calling it the Where's Wally shot. Yeah, so <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. So you look like, if you'd worn that pirate spirit jersey... I know. Yeah, that pirate... Oh, that would have been amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... And, and they are really cool shots. But they are controlled by a cast member that stood next to you with... With like, an iPad. With, yeah. Other tablets are available. Yeah. Um... But that, yeah, so they're, they're doing that. So that's not removing the human element and they're getting you to pose and everything else. So- but it's a very specific kind of shot. I mean, here's the thing. You you know, say you are having your photo taken um, by an actual photo photographer, you know, be it a character meet and greet or anything else, you know, that, that photographer is going to be able to pick up on certain cues from you that direct how those photos go. So and you, angles. They change yeah, the angles and move you, around. You might have, like, uh, badges on for a wedding anniversary. A badger? Badges. You said they might have Buttons, badgers, badges. badgers on. No, no badges. Who goes to Disney wearing no, a badger? You, you won't get that through bag check. Um, but anyway, you know, so they might spot that it's your wedding anniversary and so they might set up a funny or romantic kind of shot to celebrate that. No photo box on the wall is going to recognise that. It's it's just taking all the human element out of it. There was a quote in this news story from um, a PhotoPass cast member who clearly wanted to remain anonymous. Um, and that person says, We were once cherished. The replacement with robots makes us feel replaceable. The morale has changed. People are leaving. It's really sad to know that I can no longer take sweet close-ups of characters' booping noses, that split-second moment when Elsa and a child locks eyes. No one can capture that but us. No. Cast members, I think, cast members, well, I, I, I love all cast members. You're all fantastic. Photopass cast members. But Photopass cast members, you're awesome. Mm. And the capturing those um, memories and those like real like split second things is, yeah, it's absolutely awesome. I, I've got no problem with like automated stuff. Like, you know, obviously on ride, photographs are automated. Those, what you know, in certain situations, they work and that's fine. But, when you're interacting, then yeah, that needs to be a human, and even especially as well out in the um, out in the park, because that would be terrible if they put just started putting booths in the park where you just stood in front and just. That would be awful. Yeah. No, it, I I mean, from what I can see at the moment, it's just character meet and greets where this is happening, but um, I don't I don't like it. Here's another thing, right? What about the character meet and greets where the characters don't speak? You know, I guess in, with princesses, they will drive a conversation and, and, and an interaction. But if it's a, a character that doesn't speak, then... Chewy. Yeah. What about... Um, well, maybe that's why they've brought Ray in, to take photos with Chewy. Do they still have, uh, like, a cast member guiding people in? Probably. I mean, they probably do a little bit of it, I guess. But I guess... Yeah. I don't know. No, I think they still need to... You so, need to have... You need to have photo pass photographers. The um, petition for this is at change.org um, and currently it has 53,697 to be exact right now signatures. Um, 98. 
98, look at that, it's just jumped up too. Um, they're looking to get to 75,000. If you want to find it, the title of the petition is Keep the Disney Photo Pass Photographers. I think once I'm done with this, I'm going to sign it um, because it's important to me and I, I don't want these guys to, to not be there. No, I will go on the interwebs and give it a, yeah. give it a, a, so, a, a like, a sign. What do you do? You sign it. Sign it. Digitally. Digital. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I guess this is something that Disney have done for efficiency, or maybe it's just more budget cuts. I mean, I don't know. It's, I think Disney make a lot of amazing decisions, and sometimes they just make some weird ones. So, Disney, if you're listening, what makes? What makes? Of course you are. <laughs> of course you are. Um, Bob, um, what what makes Disney stand out from everyone else is or are your cast members. Yeah. Disney cast members are the best uh, people, workforce, whatever, on the planet, and they make the experience that we have the best experience. Yeah, 100%. And we notice it going anywhere else. Um, is, because nothing compares. No. And, and all cast members. I, even ha- I had a phone call with um, member services this week, with uh, Joy, her name was, and she was absolutely fantastic. And again, amazing service. In this week, I, I dealt with two different companies, so Disney and another company, about about a service. <laughs> I wonder who. No, I'm not going to say okay, who. Okay, okay. But, but um, the... the... Another, another company in Florida, in Orlando? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah and, okay. and you stay, they have a hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think we've hinted enough. I think people have got it. Um, and so the, the 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 one that wasn't so great just replied with an email and just wasn't bothered uh where disney replied with a phone call and the cast member was amazing absolutely amazing and that's what makes disney special because it's not about they could have put all that in an email or they could have had someone phone me and just tell me but it's it someone phoned me and it was it felt personal and it felt like they took it personally and it felt like they were so passionate well it didn't feel like they were passionate about it they and they cared, cared about your experience and that's amazing and that's what you get with 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 photo pass photographers with disney cast members love them to bits they're absolutely awesome and and i would if i had to pay more for cast members i would pay more for cast members um because it makes such a difference yeah Totally. It makes such a difference. Totally. Um, and that's where some of the budget should... Have a few less fireworks, maybe. Just just cut back on a... You know, just just hold back. Maybe just take three out each night. That would add up over the year. Yeah. You know, it, what, it would as well. Um, and and <laughs> keep keep photography. I don't want a box on the wall. It's like those booths where you go and get your, fa- your passport photos taken. It's just awkward and weird, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah so, yeah, please please change that, Disney. And, yeah... Go and sign that petition if you're if you're in agreement with us. I think um, the more of us that shout about it, maybe. Disney but do you know? Do listen. you know what though? I think I think people that go to Disney can help with that because, and it's going to happen. You see it a lot, and I, I think if you if if you've paid for photo pass, then sometimes, but and then that that's what's paying for those photographers. But sometimes people don't pay for photo pass. They go into those things and do the meet and greet, and then give the photo pass photographers their phone to take the photos. Yeah. So, and you know, I'm not saying that's that's wrong because you know that that's the only chance you've got to meet the photographer. The, the photographer. You might want to just meet the photographer. <laughs> if, if you might, you might be into meeting photographers. You might have an autograph. Yeah, book. sorry, Mickey. You might. I have just a, want to go speak to this guy. That, I might do that next time. I might have an. I might have an 
I might get an autograph book just for cast members. Just for the for the photo pass photographers. Well, yeah. Not the ca- characters. Well, just, no, just, well, just yeah. the cast members. I just get different cast members. I'm going to do that. Are you going to do that? Uh, no, I'm going to get different cast member signatures. And we're next right, week. okay. So I'm going to hold you to that. When we go next year, you are going to have... Autograph book autograph of just cast members. cast members. All right? So... We'll do it. We'll make we will sure do that, that happens. Oh, that's, a, that's awesome. But, but yeah, so... so the, I understand why people do it because it's the only chance you get to meet some characters is to go into a photo pass line. Yes. Um, in an actual character meet and greet, but obviously, if you're if you don't have photo pass, that money isn't being allotted. I mean, I'm sure Disney budget it differently, but it's still money that isn't going towards paying for those photo pass photographers in that meet and greet. If you're just giving them your phone to take the photo, mm-hmm. completely understand it. I'm not against it because it's the only chance you might have to meet the character. So I'm not I'm not condemning it. That's not what I'm saying. But I guess the point is, is that if you want to have the benefits of the past photographers, you kind of got to, got to pay for it, really. Yeah. So, I think they're awesome, but I love cast members. Yeah. I, might, I agree. I might get that tattooed on me. I love cast members. Would that be weird? That might be a step too far. Okay. I mean, um, you've, you've got enough ha- tattoos. You could probably get it done very small and hide it somewhere. I wouldn't want to hide it. I want all cast members to see. Mm, okay. Oh, well. I put it, if I do it on the palm of my hand, I can hide no, five of them. No, that's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's really weird. Well, uh, you'll just freak some poor people out doing that. I know. Well, I, I am going to do the cast member autograph book next. Okay, year. I'm really looking forward to that. Okay, that is our news for the week. Are there any other updates? Are there any other cool stuff? What cool things have gone on? I don't know. That, the Skyliner stuff's been tested. Skyline, that was cool. Well, it's been in testing for a while, but yes. No, but like did, with, with human beings. They, they they released a promotional video where they invited cast members to bring their families, and then they filmed it and they put it all online, um, showing the views that you get to take in while you're in the Skyliner, travelling um, from one place to another. What I did notice in that video, you'll be able to see it on the Disney Parks blog um, and on their YouTube channel, is that um, it looks like there are some pretty high-powered fans happening inside the oh, really? call them the gondolas. Yeah, because there was this whole issue when they came. I said, "Nope, we're not having aircon," and everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, we're going to sweat to death up there." Um, you know, it looks like there are fans because in this video, everyone's hair is just flying all over the place. Well, are there fans, or have they just vented them? Because they are moving through the sky. So if it they looked, just had vents, it looked pretty powerful. I'm, but they're pretty fast. Maybe. Either way, it looked like it was a good old breeze up there. So you, was it a still you, shot or a video? It was video. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I think it's going to be okay. They were all smiling, so they didn't look like they were like, you know, about to pass out from the heat or anything. I think it would be cool to um like do a little shout out of who we've been watching this week because you know I think it's it's cool. I don't because. You, everyone knows what it's like and that's why we kind of that's why we do this and that's why people listen to this and that's why we listen to other people and why we watch other videos is because mm-hmm. when we're not there this is how we get by this yeah. is our little little fix especially people that are in the UK and don't get to go out there very often yeah so um, this week we have been watching the Adam and Bethan show so they've just come back from Disneyland Paris yes they are crazy but in a really cool way but they are crazy yes but they're really cool but they're crazy. Yes. Um, and then they only live up the road from us. Um, but the, but they're Adam and Bethan. If you're listening, clap 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 clap. But um, yeah, they are crazy. We love like um, them. But yeah, so so we've been watching them. They've just come back from Paris. So looking forward to their vlogs from that. So go and give the Adam and Bethan show a watch. 
Um, We've been binge watching Defunct Land a little bit this week, which is a really good Disney documentary channel, um, uh, which is made by a guy called Kevin Perdua. He also has a, a podcast. Um, he also recently appeared on uh, Macaulay Culkin's Bunny Ears podcast, which is not usually Disney themed, but um, Macaulay Culkin is a big fan of this uh, documentary series and got him on there. And that was a really, really cool Disney themed episode so even if you're not interested in the other stuff that's definitely worth listening but defunct land itself is a really really great collection of videos he's got a new season about to start i think one of the ones we watched this week was called uh disney's america which was a whole theme park up in washington uh but outside of washington dc that was planned and pretty much all ready to go ahead in the 90s and then it never happened the other podcast um we've been catching up with this week is super enthused because oh you mean youtube yeah sorry youtube <laughs> i'm confused yeah um i'm aged um jackie uh, from super Indies. yeah so jackie's been over in the uk yes and uh, do you know what it what surprised me so she's been kicking around um she's been all over the place did a bit did the whole touristy thing in london but she went to thorpe park now i've not been to thorpe park i i've been no, one of these we, we've been kind of like the autumn towers crew of of UK theme parks. Yeah. And I didn't realise how good Thorpe Park actually is. It looks really cool. It looks it looks way better than Norton Tower. I mean, if you're, if you're a real big fan of coasters, it looks like a really good place to like, go. There was a ton of... There was, like, more coasters than there are... You know, it's, it's proper up there, Six Flags style. Yeah. But the, for, for a UK park, the theming was really good. Yeah, I was impressed, too. Like all the theming, the styling and stuff. I was So I'm, I'm really keen to go to Thorpe Park because of Jackie... Coming all the way from Florida to the UK and filming it. She also, funny enough, she also did um, one day over at Disneyland Paris, and um, we watched her vlog on that. I think it was the week before, and we do like a grumble. If you know us, you'll like this. We do, like, we we do like a grumble about Disneyland Paris. We love it and hate it all at the same time. But um, watching her little vlog made me actually super nostalgic for a few different parts of it, and even made me look into going again even though we're probably not going to go again for quite a while it just yeah we don't I miss we don't, certain things about it yeah, we don't hate it i think i think so it's managing expectations so yeah. I, I think if 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 you're so used to florida and florida is your benchmark and then you go to paris it is a little bit disappointing because there's lots of of paris that is a little bit old and tired or the fact that, that some things like close early or close before other things or they yeah. close half the park an hour before and that's a bit weird. Um and, and there seems to be a lot more breakdowns in, in Paris. And yeah. that might be due to climate and weather. Um the service isn't American cast member service. And, you know, there is a language barrier, so you've got to understand you know, that's fair dues, but in the French pavilion in Epcot the service is amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, and the only other thing, and this is not Disney's fault at all, but it's it's all the people that, that have an absolute disregard for the the smoking rule that mm. just smoke everywhere. It, you know, I think it should be challenged more because I didn't see anyone smoking getting challenged by any cast members. No. But anyway, grumble over. I yeah, do, I was going to say, I, I you, love, were, you were I about love... to defend it and you just listed off a big list of problems. Well, well yeah, yeah, maybe, but... I do want to go back, but again, I can only go there at Christmas. To go there any time of year, right, other than Christmas, you are going to compare it to Florida. 
But Christmas, when it's dark, it's cold, you've got all the lights and the Christmas music, it's the right climate and it's the right look and it's dark at the right time of day to feel Christmassy. That's very true. But I do wonder whether that's because we've never been to Florida for Christmas season and we will do that one day. And then when that happens, you might feel differently again. Right, so true, but but it would be really weird to be somewhere where my eyes are telling me it's Christmas, but my body is sweating. Yeah. You know, that would be weird, you know. So I like it because we've been in Disneyland Paris at Christmas when it actually is snowing, when we've had like six, eight inches of snow. Yeah. Um, and that was amazing. Yes. Um. And that was magical, and that felt really good. I think I think it's it, it was only the last trip that was um, didn't feel so great, but that's because we have been going. You know, we've we've had four Florida trips in between Those the, two. The, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the 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 previous Paris trip. So I, I think if you try to compare the two, that's where it falls down. I think maybe that's what we did on the last trip, but I still want to go back at, at Christmas. Yeah, um, I th- I just want to go back. I, I, I this, I like you said, my expectations would be different. I would probably go back and do different things, um, explore it in different ways, and therefore appreciate it on a completely different level, really. Yeah. So yeah, so I think that that's that that covers probably most of what we've been watching this this week. It's funny we've not not watched a lot of our normal Florida vlogs just because I think. We've been there recently, so we've kind of seen a lot of things that are being covered at the moment. And there's so we'll probably catch up on them at some point, but it's, there's not the urgent need to get home and see what's happening because we've just got back. Well, I think the thing is, it's like we said, is is it's good to have because we knew we had to wait, you know, a couple of weeks until we could book our next trip, and then we booked that now. So our countdown's kind of officially started. I love having a countdown. I felt I felt like I've lost my arm not having a countdown. But but so now we can start watching stuff again because we've got the countdown. Yes. I think that was the thing. It was just having that little bit of, you know, get back. Because it's hard to get back into the swing of things when you first get back because your head is so full of the Disney routine. Mm-hmm. So so now yeah you're back in the routine and then we well, can what, start. What I like now is I missed that... I missed Tim and Jen and I missed Justin Scar and I miss Adam the Woo. Yeah, we'll get back to watching them. We will. Um, what the the nice thing I think though we've got coming up now is that because obviously Dis- Disney is so seasonal, we get to like kind of check off all those seasonal milestones that bring us closer and closer to when we get there. So obviously you're going to have um, Halloween, which is you know in full swing now anyway. But then. Christmas will come and we'll see those vlogs where people go to um, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. You'll see the Christmas tree trail at Disney Springs. All these things that we've never seen in person, but we see and enjoy vicariously through through vlogs. You'll have New Year's. Then it'll be um, Epcot's International Festival of, Festival of the Arts. Then Flower and Garden. And then we'll be getting really close to when we get to go. And I love counting down through all those milestones, watching them on the vlogs getting close to when we go but in the meantime we we are gonna because we've got um so halloween's coming up yes so we're gonna do so so we are 
We are National Trust members. Hello. We're very posh. <laughs> we're we're of posh. a certain age. Yeah, we are not posh at all. We are just of a certain age. And we do not look like the National Trust demographic. No, my we gosh, go. no. But, so, if you don't know what the National Trust is, it, it's essentially, it's, it's kind of like, a, it is a charity. It's not like a charity. It is a charity. Yeah, um, that, that That you can join. And basically, it gives you entry to, you don't have to be a member, but to go to these places. But essentially, lots of... Um, Really old, historic, stately homes, large castles, and... yeah, all, all kind of really cool, historic, interesting buildings. Like I said, really massive mansions, and but with huge gardens, landscapes, all, all kind of stuff. So, mm. um, but during different times of the year, so such as Halloween and Christmas, they put on events and dress the places up and, and theming. Have, like, yeah. you know, the, I honestly think these places are starting to get more influenced by theme parks. Well, yeah, well that's that's the, the kind of the, the whole UX thing, the whole user experience is what yeah. people want now. Um, but yeah, so we're going to we're going to um, be going to a few of those. Well, we're really fortunate because it, quite local to us, we have some really, really cool gothic mansions. Well, we yeah, so we live in, in Somerset, down in the southwest. So in and Somerset we... and Devon, between them, have some really, really amazing houses. Yeah, yeah. And at Halloween in particular, they're super fun. And Christmas, but we've never actually been at Christmas, so we need to make sure that that happens to at least, at least one or two houses this year. Yeah. So, so that's cool. So that's what we'll be doing. And we of, may like, even vlog it. You never know. You might find it on YouTube at some stage. That's not a promise, but uh, maybe, maybe. And right. So now as well, and you need to promise this because you are the, the vlog editor. So this weekend we are doing our merch haul. Finally. Yes. Last week I ended up being really ill over the weekend. I oh, had the worst migraine and just nothing happened. So, so sorry so, about that. So we're going to do that and get that uploaded. And then you are going to be working on the editing of the actual vlog yes. because we're, we've been really behind on getting that up that should be up now mm-hmm. um but that's going to be up the following week yes um the first one and there will probably be a good 28 30 episodes of that weekly i'm not sure yeah i need to, to have a look but there's, there's definitely going to be more than last time yeah okay so yeah so that's the plan but this weekend we will do the merch all. The reason we need to do it is because we can't ha- touch the merch. Until we've had we've to done keep it. it all in the box. <laughs> we had it all laid out ready to, to go to film, and we didn't do it. So, well, I'm a clean freak, so I had to tidy stuff up. So it's all in a box, and we can't wear the clothes. We can't sort the pins out. Mm. We can't all the stuff we've got. So yeah, we need to get that done. So we can start so, enjoying it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So that's this week. That's not tomorrow. So tonight's Friday. Probably do that on Sunday. Or tomorrow afternoon, we said. I think we're going to film tomorrow afternoon, which means it'll be out on Sunday. Cool. Ideal. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think that'll do it for this week. Um, if you enjoyed this episode of Charlton's Do Disney after dinner Disney um, I'd love it if you could give this podcast a review we are now on all the formats we wish to be the podcast got approved on Apple Podcasts and CastBox this week um, so wherever you listen to this podcast if you would do us a very very kind favour and leave us a review um, just be honest with us about what you think you know we're not, not no asking. don't be honest say it's amazing okay say it's amazing um, but yeah unless so- that is what you honestly think and if you didn't enjoy it, why are you still listening yeah, now? Yeah, exactly. Why are you still here? Yeah. Anyway, please leave us a review. It would be very, very welcome. And uh, all that said, we'll see you next week. We, no, no, because this is a podcast. It's audio. You'll hear us next week. Yay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>